Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Glass Shatters the Box Office. We're going to break that down and much more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. We are back after a little mini hiatus there. Mm -hmm. Of course, this is the show that looks back at the box office that was, and then we... Kate. It's different. <laughs> I like it. Mix it all up. <laughs> About the box office that lie ahead, I am Frank Moran. What's up? My name is Carrie Lane. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. And as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up while you're there. Two, three, four, however many you can get. And, of course, uh, we've got the chat up and running, so feel free to chime we in and share do. your thoughts. Uh, Carrie, if they're watching this after we stream live, what can they do? Oh, yeah, Frank, you can comment down below. Hot dog. Also, we need to give a shout-out to the our person in the booth. Oh, uh, yes. Identify. No, it's Bree. It's Bree, everybody. <laughs> Bree's in the booth. Identify hey, yourself. Buddy. <laughs> Yay! We should get you in on the sing song prognosticate next time. If you teach me, I will do it. Yay! Sweet! Oh, boy. There's going to be music lessons here for Box Office Breakdown. I'm so yeah. excited. Oh. All right. Uh, so people in the chat, I know we should probably get this out of the way because people are just commenting rapidly, okay, furiously yeah, rapidly. in the chat about that Amy Cassandra There's Martinez. There is a rumor and we do need to squash it. Yes. Um, yes. You're leaving the country. I am. <laughs> I'm going to actually go to um, a different planet. <laughs> nice. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I am leaving Marvel Movie News. I did get a full-time job, but I'm not leaving popcorn talk or after buzz so i will be here i'm not moving states i'm not moving cities i'm not moving countries or continents or planets Anything. or galaxies right. i will be here so okay. that's that's the only thing that's changing there you go that sigh you hear is just the collective relief yeah. of uh millions of people in the chat oh that's beautiful right. thank you chat and comments on our videos we appreciate you interacting even if you get very passionate because we very appreciate entertaining. it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because we uh, read your comments. We do. Some of us. Yeah. <laughs> but then the others report and let them know. We're like, That's guess true. what, guys? That's guess true. what? Yes. Only show me the best of them. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Let's mm-hmm. dive into last week's box office. They're coming Oops. in at number one. It was glass. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it was, I think. Well, one clap, one clap from Amy. Oh, no. just, oh, I was trying to figure out if I could make uh, a cool sound effect um, with glass, but I don't have one. No, that's more like an explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that came in from Universal, uh, $40.5 million. Uh, now, did we all see glass? No. All right. So, Carrie, we'll start with you. No. I know, right? Uh, no, I did not get to see it because I'm in the process of moving, so... All right, no worries. Very little she, time. You're moving. <gasps> I Are am you moving, leaving? But I am not leaving yeah. after Buzz or Popcorn Talk, so don't worry. I'm just doing Sundays now, though. Oh, all right. Uh, Amy Cassandra Martinez, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on Glass? Okay, so first of all, I do have to say that I saw it today. I don't really like watching movies on Sundays, but I felt like I had to watch Glass. In a good, happy way, though. Like, I really wanted to. So that just says a lot about that. Yeah. My question, real quick. What is it about a Sunday in particular that just makes it, like, not an ideal movie-watching day? Okay. So I, I, I think I need to bring it back to when I was a kid. You know, we all like to procrastinate here and there. And when I was younger, I would wait to do my homework until Sundays. 
So that's what it reminds me of, like having to do things. Not that like, you know, watching a movie is like homework, but you know what I mean? Like just that well, here, dread. I was going to say you didn't want, you want to let it marinate, let your opinion sit for You a know, minute. that too, sure. You mm-hmm. know, you, mm-hmm. you want to have some time to think about it. Well, and I like going in the evening, like Friday night or like Saturday night. And then you're like, woo. And then you talk about it. And then sure. people on Twitter are like, what? I hate it. I loved it. You're stupid for liking it. No, I loved it. Like, I like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch Unbreakable on Thursday. Nice. Um, and then I saw Split last night. Nice. So I did have to push, you know, my viewing of Glass until today. So everything was very fresh. Mm-hmm. I know that people are having a lot of issues with things, but James freaking McAvoy, I loved him in Split, and I think he did a fantastic job in Glass. Mm-hmm. I think there's plot issues with Glass, which, you know, depending on how important plot is to you, that might have an effect on whether you like the movie or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that some of... Some of the the movies just kind of spent retelling a story that we already knew. Um, uh, well, especially if you just rewatched it. Yeah. So no need to rewatch them because no, the movie yeah. recaps it yeah. for you. No need to rewatch, but Good you definitely time. should watch the first two to kind of be in the loop. Ah, okay. Um I, I love I love the message. I think it's cool. Um but yeah, the number one, like my favorite part of the movie will always be James McAvoy. He mm-hmm. did such a great job. But, yeah, I, I feel like the more people talk about it, the more they start to dissect it. I'll be like, well, okay, okay. But, no, I still like it. I still really like it. Mm. Um, I gave it four stars. Oh, nice. Out of, Out of five. <laughs> 27. 24. 24 stars. Do you get so it? Get 24. Seven. 24. No? No? Because that's how many personalities oh, mm-hmm. yes. she had there in Split. Go. Okay. Yeah. It's very fresh, guys. Very fresh. Yeah. Thank yep. you for that, that, that cutting edge review. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, I'm i still kind of trying to figure out how I feel about this film. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's, uh, it was, it certainly he does not deliver what you think. Yes. Uh, and I don't know how I feel. Like based I, on what you saw in the trailers? Based on what uh, what, the, what Split kind of, uh, the, you know, the reveal at the end of Split makes you think like, whoa, we're going to see all this and... Knowing what we've known now from when the film Unbreakable came out to okay. how superhero films have kind of progressed to now, mm, yeah. where it would think like, oh, if we're kind of building a universe and we're kind of leading to a climax yeah. of a story, this is going to be something that we're more accustomed to from the Marvel films, Marvel okay. Cinematic Universe. And it is not. And, and it is one of those things where I didn't realize, you know, the budget is still uh, a very modest film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, if you're looking for spectacle, this is not the film to be looking towards. Oh, so yeah. It's more yes. subtle. It is more subtle. And I feel like the last, it's a lot of talking. And I agree with you. I feel like mm-hmm. I felt like it was almost too much talking to spend the majority of the film trying to convince mm-hmm. not the audience but the characters in the film mm. that the first two films didn't really happen. Exactly. And like that oh. is just sad. so you're like, wh- and so Weird. and I think that has a deeper meaning. I think you could really get all like psychologically with it. But I love the idea of you know at the end of Split, spoilers for Split, um, that basically what you think makes you damaged or you know different from people actually makes you powerful in a Mm -hmm. way so i love that and i think that that kind of translated into glass but there's other things about you know how you feel for example if you feel like um you know you have certain things that are problematic or whatever and people are like no like i think you just have issues or whatever you know for example (laughs) when you're talking about a movie and you're like you know okay i really liked it those are your beliefs and everything and someone comes and says that movie sucked. Then you start doubting yourself, and it's that whole feeling of like, 
am, do I doubt myself? Do I actually have these powers? I don't know. And I think that makes it really confusing. Hmm. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, no, I, I can understand that. And it's uh, the the last part of the film where you're expecting your typical climax. It doesn't go in that direction. Yeah. But I also think it's it suffers from the editing. Hmm. I, I just felt like that, just in terms of where the yeah. geography of the scene, where yeah. people are at, why yeah. people aren't doing certain things, yeah. reacting to certain things, I felt the editing really hampered that. The shooting hmm. of it, where you're like, okay, or maybe the editing, if they just took out all those shots and scenes where it would have made sense guys um, if i could chime in for one second i'm just gonna go yeah. off what you're saying amy at this exact yeah. moment because i feel like i saw this film as well and if they had cut out 30 to 40 minutes we would have had the same film and it would have gotten us there quicker and i think people would have enjoyed it more mm-hmm. perhaps yeah but um i do want to know like you know for people that have seen it do you think that james mcavoy did just as good a, of a performance in um, glass as he did in Split, or do you think it's better? Do you think it's worse? Because I've heard multiple things, but I think it's just as good. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and there are two uh, alters that didn't even make it into the film because it was just so packed to the gills. Yep. Original hmm. cut was like three and a half hours long, I believe he said. Ooh. So he had to knock it down to the two hours and nine minutes it is okay. now. Crap, that's a long movie. It is a long movie. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, as much as I love the Marvel films, and, you know, I can run hot and cold in terms of the DC stuff, and I love superheroes. I am fine. I've read enough comic books in my life to love a more, I don't know, I want to say. Down to earth. Yeah, down to earth, more grounded. Relatable. Yeah. What? Grounded. You, don't, you can't grounded relate. Yeah. I'm, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, I am fine with it not going in yeah. the, typical, the typical direction that if you're like, oh, I just want to see like these guys like smashing each other and destroying buildings and all that stuff. I'm fine with it going in another yeah. direction, but I just don't. Uh, I just didn't quite land with me. So I feel like I would, I don't think I'd go to the theater to see it again, but I would see it when it comes to uh, home video or home video. <laughs> or yeah, there you go, home video, box office. Uh, Back there. in the day. Uh, but when it comes out on uh, DVD or Blu-ray, uh, to go check it out again and give it one more spin through. So would you actually like buy it? You know, I think I would actually, if it was on sale on iTunes for like nine ninety nine, I would buy it. Oh, But I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay full freight on, uh, on Apple or uh, Blu-ray. No, no, not that, not that much. All right, folks, uh, we'll go into number two, uh, another comedy here, The Upside, uh, $15.67 million there, the Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston film. Which was getting a lot of traction on Twitter because people were upset that Brian Cranston's playing someone who has disabilities, and then, but he's not someone of that group, and then he was like, as a real actor... That's our job to portray something maybe we're not. And then that was an interesting discussion. I don't know if any of you saw that on Twitter. Please comment down below on that one. Because that one, it's one of those that's really kind of delicate argument. Because he's not wrong saying he should play anything. But then you get in the genuineness of people playing identities they are or aren't. Well, Trevor Noah, actually. He talked about it. The way I think Mm -hmm. he's a, he did a great job talking about it. And I think more people should be just open-minded. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to agree with everyone's opinions, but just be open-minded to hearing other people's opinions. And if you don't agree, you don't agree, but don't bring other people down. Be like, you're stupid. Um, but yeah, I really I, th- I really like him. I side with him, but I'm not going to tell you exactly what he yeah. says because you should watch it. He said it really well. Now, did either of you see <laughs> episode? Mm-hmm. No. It's not my... It's, I might watch it later on <laughs> Netflix, but mm-hmm. it's not my first choice. Yeah, yeah. I like Brian Cranston. I don't care about Kevin Hart. I agree with you there. So it makes it a tough watch for me yeah. to want to do that. Uh, coming in at number three, 
a film that Carrie Lane <laughs> is going to talk about so in depth because she loved it so much. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Broly? Yes. Broly. So this is an anime movie. Made $10.6 million for opening weekend, which is awesome for an anime movie. Um, it is also the number one box office opening in the U.S. for Funimation Films, which is awesome. Funimation, uh, Funimation is the company that um, distributes it. Um, so go check Funimation out if you've never heard of them before. They produce and distribute a lot of anime. Uh, also, it made $7 million for opening day, which is really cool. So Look at that. People were excited. So I have a shirt here um, from Anime Please. That's Anime PLS. So go check them out. They have a lot of cool anime merch, and it's a special DBZ um, Broly shirt, uh, which I was like, yes. So the movie, uh, rave reviews. Everyone is loving it, which is great that the actual fans who watch Dragon Ball really like it. Animation is super great and more on the... Newer anime is more glossy. I've... On uh, Sundays now at 3, you can go watch AfterBuzz anime reviews on the AfterBuzz channel. And uh, we talked about how uh, newer anime looks glossy, essentially. Like, it looks really new and fresh. So the older anime doesn't have that... Like, the word gloss, we felt, was the best way to describe how it's bright and shiny. So this one's kind of that hybrid because you watched it before and it didn't look like that so now this was a nice transition action scenes are exciting i'm not going to spoil anything because go watch it and go support animate in theaters uh also coming out soon side note or, or already did was uh a silent voice and this one's a very fun weird title i want to eat your pancreas which is Same. coming out in february yeah uh well, so just so you know about those <laughs> yeah that sounds yeah. delicious mm-hmm. um then uh, Yusuf, I ha- I like Dragon Ball uh, in the chat. Says I like Dragon Ball as a kid, but haven't kept up with Z and GT. Would I like it? Should I see it? Um, I feel it's one uh, Jamie, who's on the anime show with me. She didn't. She's not a huge fan of. I think it's the GT one, um, but she still loved it. I don't think it's one that you have to be like super know everything. Um, and go check out the ABTV anime. Twitter because we had pictures from the premiere which was a couple weeks ago nice so anyways good movie anime and go check out and support anime in theaters which I'm always excited for I'm like yay there you go uh, yeah I've, had, uh, I've never seen an episode of Dragon yeah. Ball me neither uh, yeah. Wellington said Has, hasn't Dragon Ball been around for like 25 years yes uh, it has been around for a very long time as a show so I think that's great that it made the top three of movies yeah I mean even though 10, 10 million is like not like a giant number but that's still Pretty high, and then for sure, anime movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to number four, uh, going back into more of a superhero. Well, we started at the top, but we'll round out our top five with some more superhero films. Aquaman from Warner Brothers, another ten point three million dollars. Which, to clarify for anybody that Uh-oh. got a little salty last Uh-oh. week, we liked it. We did. You are allowed to nitpick things you like. Which I thought that was interesting. Everybody hears we said one or two negative things and it's immediately you hate it. No, 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 no. I can absolutely love something. You can absolutely love something. We can all absolutely love something and still be like, well, you know, if they did this, it's fine. Calm down. I appreciate the passion. I do too. Oh my goodness. Wow. But yes, I I liked it. It's great action. Um, Exciting, fun movie. I still haven't seen it. There you go. Well, well, I decided to watch three other movies that I... I watched other ones, too, which aren't on the box office, but we'll get to that, yeah. Yeah, all those Mm -hmm. to get ready for glass. 
Uh, and running at our top five, <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse from yeah. Sony, another $7.2 million. And we don't all just love Marvel, because someone said that too. It's just convenient on what our different schedulings work, you know, what we are able to go see. Just saying. No, that is very true. I mean, in fact, uh, I'll talk about a movie that I did see that wasn't a Marvel film. It was a DC film. Which yeah. one? Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But before okay. Ooh, we nice uh, hmm. wrap up a little bit of business, we did our. We were off last week. We yes. had our box office bet, mm-hmm. uh, which was for replicas. And so we didn't get to reveal the winner for that. I mean, it's already a week past. But just because we want to keep the accounting always Ooh, going on here for, yes. for replicas mm-hmm. and our box oh, yeah, office bet. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, <laughs> which one? Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> which I hear that is a really. That tells you how much <laughs> people know about it. It's a it's a it's a bad movie to watch. I mean, like it could be a good bad movie. So Ooh, I, okay. I'd be intrigued to check it out. Sure. But uh, it made two point three million dollars opening weekends there. So the uh, well, we got kind of low. I know, Carrie. You uh, we're excited to hear what you're going to be thinking about this film. You should rush out now. Go see it because it won't be around for much longer. <laughs> uh, so uh, the winner for this was me, five point five million dollars. Nice. And the loser was carried with a, a hot $10 million bet. She went strong. She believed in Keanu. Yeah. Yes. Apparently. What <laughs> happened? I feel that one had no advertising. I know. But like. You go, what movie is that? But dra- I didn't know Dragon Ball Z Super Broly Bro- was coming out either. And bam, 10. Good for you guys. Uh, so, of course, we had last week off, so, we, you know, mm-hmm. when we have a mm-hmm. little time, we also like to see movies as well. So, mm-hmm. yes. uh, what movies did you see during our little week gap? Oh, well, that's funny you ask, because Uh-oh. I do keep track of my movie watching now. Not sponsored? Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> What's the app? Oh, it's called Letterboxd, but without the E. That would be between the R and the D at so, the okay. end. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think we already talked about the other ones. It, okay. It takes yeah. two. Wait, did we talk about that one? No. On it, Netflix, that I, I saw it because Hello, Childhood. Did we, we have it? Oh, no. I've only seen, I responded to that because you were so excited. And I said, you're the only one that feels yeah, right. that way. I know you're oh. just a mega fan. <laughs> um, it takes two that I, yeah. Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. Yes. Hello, Is 1990. It it's amazing. That's my okay. childhood in a movie, pretty much. Mm. Not that I was a twin, but. I used to watch it all the time. It's one of those mm-hmm. movies that when you're a kid, you're like, Mommy, Daddy, like, I want to watch it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Like, Please stop. That was it for me. Um, and honestly, it lived up to my memories of it. Just as good. It's amazing. I am also, I mean, I said I watched Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. I know I do have to watch, you know, The Equalizer 2 and, well, you know, you Aquaman yes. and Red Sparrow, I think. Oh, and The Mule. But I have them all here, and I have them written down, so I will be doing that. But I'm also watching stuff for other shows. Yeah. Shows. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there right that, now. That's mm-hmm. our special post-conversation on Box Office oh. Breakdown. Yeah, well, yeah, after. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Not Follow after us, dark, uh, but yeah, after the show. Yeah. Follow us offline for Ooh. our Box Office Breakdown after dark. After dark. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, I did see, because of Fathom yeah. Events. Oh, Carrie, you, did no, you have anything? They oh, uh, Feather Events, they first. do a lot of stuff for animation. Yeah. Uh, they did one for the uh, new DC direct-to-video film, The uh, Reign of the Superman, which is kind of a, mm. the, oh, the conclusion yeah. to the two-part uh, Death of Superman and now The Reign of the Superman. So they did a whole big night where they screened both films back-to-back. Ooh, cool. Yeah, so I went and checked that out. And I really liked The, the Death of Superman. I thought that was a really good film. And The Reign of the Superman was fine. Okay. What is yeah. it called again? The last Reign one? of the Superman. Reign of the Superman. Based on the men uh, or man? Men. 
Oh, yes. Superman. Yes, because okay, cool. it's based off the the DC Comics story yeah. of the death of Superman. And in the comics in the 90s, when they killed him off, they had four people come to replace him. Mm. And the mystery was, is any one of these four really Superman? Mm. Or where is the real Superman? And so this kind of <gasps> adapts that and broke it up into two films and uh, adapted that story. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you get to see where you get to see the cyborg Superman. You get to see the Eradicator. You get to see uh, Superboy, the clone. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see Steel. And you figure out, our Lois Lane is trying to figure out, any one of these four really Superman? Uh, if not, what has happened to Superman? <gasps> and so, uh, yeah. So it was, for anyone who doubts that you actually read comic books, thank that's you true. for there you go. saying that again, too. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, wow. it was, yeah. I. Okay. Didn't quite. I, it didn't quite stick the landing as much as I would have hoped, but mm, still excellent. not bad. I mean, it was cool to be able to see a big DC animated cartoon in the theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they. I think it was Fathom Events as well uh, via Viz Media. They did uh, Sailor Moon uh, in theaters. They played uh, a couple the short movies, like they were an hour or something like that, okay. plus like an episode. It was actually really fun to see it on the big screen because. I wouldn't have seen it um, or didn't come to theaters as much yeah. as kids. So I was like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Uh, I saw, speaking of James McAvoy, uh, I watched the miniseries on Netflix of Watership Down. If you have not heard of that at all, I've had a, you're giving me a nice blank I, look of new. I've heard of it, but it was probably you posting about it on okay. Instagram. Uh, Watership Down is based on a book, which then there was a later cartoon in the like late 70s, early 80s, and now Netflix made it with um, BBC something. I'm not sure which one, but um, one of the programs I feel is BBC because it's all British actors. Uh, James McAvoy plays Hazel, who is like the lead rabbit, and it's, bear with me on this description, because it sounds um, kind of funny when you describe it, but you're like, no, that's what the movie is. So it's about a bunch of rabbits, yeah. their home... Um, one Hazel's brother Fiverr has this vision that their home is going to be destroyed and is like we need to leave so they convince kind of the outskirts people rabbits uh and anybody who's like we want to leave to leave but they're going out into the dangerous world to find a new home you could almost compare it to like Walking Dead of a group trying to find a new home and meeting really weird other creatures and dangers along the way and it's really good um and there are some things in this version, so if anybody knows the book or the cartoon, which I love both of those, there are some things that are changed, which are for the better, and other things are a little bit disappointing. Um, it is not really for children, even the cartoon, because uh, the cartoon has a lot of blood in terms of the, if the rabbits get eaten or fighting each other. It's, yeah, it's very graphic. But the Netflix one, they shied away from that, which was a little bit of a bummer, because there's this epic thing at the end, and they just kind of minimize mm. it which was oh but you I, want blood is that i did it was it's because it's life or death these little creatures are gonna die if a dog gets them or something like that because there's a dog a fox a cat oh uh, humans yeah <laughs> uh anyway some things are changed some things are different uh or some things are the same it's really voice acting amazing but the animation is kind of this weird uncanny valley where it's it's realistic but not really in mm. I don't love the animation on it, but we're checking out, especially if you've never seen it. Um, Wellington's like, how'd you get past the terrible animation? Yeah, it's... You'll you'll get used to it after a while. It's really kind of great story if you like adventure tales and stuff like that. Like something about adventure and a quest and people, you know, following what you believe in and everything like that. Also watch Dumplin'. Oh, hey. adorable. Oh, my goodness. That was a feel-good movie I didn't know I needed. It mm-hmm. made me so happy. I had happy tears. I had sad tears. 
Uh, super great. Yeah, feel good is the best way to describe it. Very funny, too. So if you haven't checked that out, I would say check it out. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think uh, Dolly Parton's biggest fan is actually in this room, and his name it starts with an F <laughs> and ends with Frank. <laughs> So I think you would love That's it. That's true. Uh, great. That's you. Mm-hmm. Must go check it out. I mean, who doesn't love uh, Rhinestone? I am, uh, you know, run several Rhinestone uh, forum groups. So we break down the Dolly Parton, Sylvester Stallone mm. classic. Oh, yes. Yeah. I liked all the music in it. <laughs> okay. It's, it's really catchy. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. The girl in the movies. That one's been nominated for some awards. Well, well I can't wait. Can't you wait can to watch it. go check out Dumplin'. Um right. All right. Well, look at those. Look at those fine recommendations. Yes. Check them out. As I both yeah. of them, I would say yeah. Oh, wait. And I honored one of my bets. I finally watched Leap, which alternate title <laughs> is Ballerina, by the way, because I was looking it up. Uh it is very cute. If you are into dance, it's really good too. Animated. And it's also animated, by the way. Um, it's Leap, as in jump. Uh, the overall, I'd say it's it is for a more younger audience, but it was still rather entertaining. Uh, the only thing I kind of was mm, about was they really simplify the difficulty and skill needed to do point shoes because uh. she does learn how to use them and does get some training eventually because the idea is she doesn't know technical skills for dance. She just knows, uh, like, just movement, you know, and so she gets training on the technical things of first, second, third, fourth, and fifth of the positions for ballet. I did ballet as a kid, so I kind of know what I'm talking about here. Just saying. Um, but I only did point for a very short while. But she has regular boots and goes up on her toes and does some dancing. And No, boots don't work like that. That's, boots are not made for yeah. point shoes. Yeah. You not point that's walking. That's not what they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel that was a little bit unfortunate because it just kind of simplifies the difficulty and, you know, the skill involved. And that doesn't work like that. And I mean, I know it's a cartoon, but everything else is realistic enough. So I mean, yeah. kids should know that that's how it works. Yeah, not good try luck trying, and please don't break an ankle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want a cute animation movie and dance, and also following your dreams, that's the other. It's a very simple, like some of the reviews only like, oh, it's basic plot. Yeah, but I mean, following cute. your dreams is never basic. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Amy. Thank <laughs> <You're> you. <welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some yeah. quick international numbers here. Uh, Glass took the top spot at the international box office with $48.5 million in 55 markets. That's right in line with the pre-weekend, pre-weekend projections and positions that Bloomhouse pick at the at 13, 13% of its predecessor split. So already doing a little better. I think the idea of it's kind of creating a, a culmination to this kind mm-hmm. of suddenly created universe. People mm-hmm. are like, yeah, we got to see how it ends. Yeah. Yep. See how it ends. See how it ends. It's fine. Mm, yeah. It's good. I, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yep. There, uh, there you go. Uh, and then we have also Bumblebee. Yes. That as well. Yes. That took in the like uh, number two one. spot for the weekend. And uh, it flew past $400 million uh, globally. And today it's at $412.3 million worldwide and 296.4 overseas. So, a little bee that could. And it hasn't even mm-hmm. released in Japan, not until March 22nd. So this is going to definitely see a little bit more of an uptick, uptick in its mm-hmm. uh, full total gross there. And Aquaman has now uh, got into $759.1 million in internationally, lifting its global total to a little over $1 billion. Mm. So there you go, which has made more than Wonder Woman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think, and I think it's right behind, like in terms of single films. I think it's uh, Black Panther and one other one. Uh, but yeah, in terms of single comic book hero films, mm-hmm. 
I did see something essentially pointing out, which is like, oh yeah, good point. It's such a successful movie off a character that's often made fun of. That's true. Out of the DC characters, off, oh yeah, what is your power? What do you do? He's often made fun of, but this that's movie makes it really cool. Yes, right? Yeah. But, but all right. I'm just curious that for the two, we're Aquaman talk. Aquaman talk. At the end of Wonder Woman, the end of Aquaman. Which one were you more excited about seeing a second film to? Wonder Woman. If only I want to know more. Aquaman is cool for sure, but and I feel I know enough. Or I guess I'd want to see a later, like what happens next. But her story, it's like ooh. What happens next? Though technically we're going back in time. Hmm. Amy? Well, considering I haven't seen Aquaman, can I just say Wonder Woman then? Yeah, no, I, you can absolutely can. Yeah, well, I, I would feel the same way too. Yeah, well, and the thing, like you said, yeah, they do go back in time. And I think that's something that, to each their own, but it's weird to think that you, you already have a movie, so now you're going to go back in time. So whatever happens, does that mean that whatever already happened in the movie is still going to happen? Well, it's the or 80s and the movie's set in the 40s. So alternate. it's back in time... Annoying. Thank you. Yes. So it's not. So we're fine. Yeah. Then, yeah okay. Yes. I, I like the 80s. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, Wellington in the chat says Aquaman. Uh, Doom Tribe points out the, uh, something I think you had said, Frank, of uh, Wonder Woman had a bad third act. Agreed. Yes. That, 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 when it got too CGI-y and uh, the whole thing with Ares was Fair. a little like, yeah. So, but I was still more intrigued to see a follow-up film to Wonder Woman. I mean, Aquaman, if this is the only film they ever made, which they won't because it's done so well, hmm. but it's not like I'm like, man, I cannot wait for that next Aquaman movie. I'll see it when it comes out, but I'm not like chomping at the bit. Maybe more- if more for her, it's mysterious, and so I want to know more. And for him, I feel it's very straightforward. Yeah. Does that make sense? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Me. Yeah. But, you know, but if <laughs> I'll it's, watch him anyways. Yeah. If, uh, if he gets lots of Black Manta and, that, and his, cool, uh, his cool helmet. Then I'll, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. check it out. <gasps> cool helmet. People are not going to like this, but Mysterio. Yes, that trailer. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wait. Uh, no. Hot five second sidebar here for that. Yes. It, it was just a fine. It was fine. The trailer mm-hmm. was like. But they it, could have not shown it. They could have been like, ha, we're not going to show that he has a fishbowl on his head. But they went for it and they appreciated the fact that we wanted that and they gave it to us. Well, no, I agree with that. I just think that the trailer, it's just a, it's just a nice first kind of like tip your, you know, dip your toe in the water kind of trailer. It's a trailer. Yeah. It's a trailer. Okay, wait, question though. Sidebar yes. of a sidebar. <laughs> and please leave the comments because a fun trend on Twitter I've seen is similar with Aladdin and now Mysterio. People are thirsting after the bad guys more than the hero a little bit in terms of Jafar, the actor, mm. looking good compared to Aladdin. And now with Mysterio, like, oh, hello, sir. Yeah, Let us know your thoughts. Looking. It's inter- no, that's true. The villains mm-hmm. could be good looking as well. Just an interesting hmm. parallel coming up right now. Let us know your thoughts. Please comment down below. I, mean, I like Killmonger more than Black Panther. Is that bad? Yeah, I mean that was Black a trend true. There were a lot of people um, liking yeah. him for sure. Well, I'm a bad girl now, I guess. Her. Well, no, girls <laughs> like the bad boys, right? Is that how it goes? I guess. Whatever. And I guess boys like bad girls. I don't know. Or whatever your fancy is. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got two films. Uh, we're going to ba- jump back into our box office bets. Two films vying for your vote in the chat right now. Films. 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 <laughs> That's uh, what they're called Thank now. you. Yes. The, uh, we have The Kid Who Would Be King. Uh, that from looks Fox. cute. Yeah, 3,400 screens. Mm-hmm. And Serenity uh, on 2,500 screens. That's with Matthew McConaughey. 
haven't heard a peep about that one. Same. I go, you mean this the the movie to That's Firefly? Right. <laughs> yep, it's uh yeah, we're bringing Sorry, back the, we're bringing that one out I again. saw that in theaters. <laughs> I've actually heard good things about the king, the kid who would yeah. be king. Yeah, it's by uh yeah, the guy who did uh, Attack the Black. So mm. Love that one. Yeah. So this is yeah, this, yeah it's uh, <laughs> even though it's a you know kid-oriented film, it's still told really well. So those are the two films vying for your vote there in mm-hmm. the chat. So uh, start voting away there and let us know which one you'd like us to do the box office bet. While we're waiting for that, though, we're going to do a little box office rewind. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Amy. Ooh. Where we look back at somebody that's going to be in one of these upcoming films and we look at their opening box office weekends, their top Yay. five in particular. And for this, uh, Anne Hathaway, who's also going to be in Serenity with Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. So why don't we do a little top five first. Is that the one with the boat, like in the trailer, and there's like a murder... Mm-hmm. She has the cool trench coat. Okay. I feel this one, I saw the trailer for so long ago that, oh, it's coming out now kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I guess based on, do you remember the trailer? Um, yeah. Now that I was lots, like, the, it's the, like, well, there's yeah, no, I remembered only because, um, I wasn't looking forward to any movies and I was like, oh, now it's this one. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of water, there's a ship and then both of them there and, there's some violence, some blood, and she's wearing a trench coat. What a breakdown. I'm <laughs> interested in-ish, because the trailer does make, oh, okay, murder mystery, uh, you don't really know what's going on, but I felt like that was so long ago that I saw the ads that it didn't, it didn't come out already. No, it, it's still waiting <laughs> Not for you, yet. Yeah. It is still waiting. <laughs> uh, uh, so real quick for Anne Hathaway's top five opening weekend box office totals here. Uh, number five is Ocean's 8. She nice. came out this past summer there with mm-hmm. a $41.6 million. Number four, Interstellar in 2014, made 47.5. Also with Matthew McConaughey. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's a, they're, being, they're reunited. Will mm-hmm. it feel so good? I don't know. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Valentine's Day from Warner Brothers and New Line back in 2010. That opened at $56.2 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two, Alice in Wonderland from 2010. That made uh, $116.1 million. She's not in that movie that much. She's the queen of She's a pretty small part. Yeah. There's no small... There's no small... That's true. Queen of hearts. That's right. What is she? The white queen. Mm -hmm. White... Oh. Because she's all the the white hair. Everything. Because it was Helena Bonham Carter that does the queen hearts. Mm -hmm. I love the makeup in that movie. Mm -hmm. That movie's... Uh, We should overemphasize again. This top five is based on... Opening box office weekend. Because yes. some people are like, wait a minute, I like this movie more. It's based on box office numbers, not necessarily if the yes. movie's better or worse. Not total gross, just the opening weekend. Yes. And uh, coming in number one, The Dark Knight Rises from Warner Brothers back in 2012, $160.8 million. Mm-hmm. There you go, where you get to see, you know, Alfred just get a little bit sick at the beginning of the movie. He's a I'm, boy. I'm surprised, not really. Uh, Princess Diaries is not on there. Right? But that's well, a that's great probably one. later and not opening weekend. Yeah. yeah. Guys, if you have yes. seen it, Frank, right? You know, I've I've had the pleasure of never seeing either of the oh, films. Do you Princess like the second Cyrus one too? Or, you know. <laughs> the first made one a is fantastic. Yes. Frank, I feel like you should watch it. You should. The second one? The first it's one. It's cute. But the second one the is second it's cute. One, it's fine. It's fine. Julie Andrews sings in it. Is it mm. Chris Pine in the second one? That mm-hmm. is correct. Mm. But it's no It Takes Two. Okay, this is different parts of Very my life. Like, <laughs> Princess Diaries was up there when I was a kid. Mm. So, All right. Okay. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, before we find out what you voted for us to do the box office bet on, we're going to do what we think next week's top five 
at the box office is going to look like. We're adding two films mm. into the mix, as I said. The Kid Would Be King, uh, Joe Cornish directing that, uh, 3,400 screens from Fox. And then we have Serenity, Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway reuniting, you know, due to public demand, <laughs> 2,500 screens. So do you see either of those two taking the top on the box office there? Kid Who Would Be King probably could do well, if only because family. And it's because it's kids. I mean, yes, school's back, but after holiday break, but still, there's not many super kid friendly. I mean, Dragon Ball Super, yes, but uh, live action. It. Uh, I will be curious to see just the general reaction to class and how big the second week drop off is going to oh, be. Oh, right. If people yeah. are like, oh, you got to go check it out, or mm. yeah. Well, there was a lot. People were hating on it before. You know, when when the what is it the thing where you can talk about it. What is it? The embargo. embargo. Yeah, when the embargo lifted, people like it was crap. So I wonder if that had an effect, and now it's more. I would say glasses first, followed by the boy who would be king. Mm -hmm. Also, I finally got the joke: Serenity, Firefly. There you go. I didn't get it. Um, (laughs) It's okay, but now I do. Um, One, two, yeah. So second would be the the kid who would be king, followed by Serenity. Crap! I didn't say the upside. Okay. So, third would be The Upside, fourth would be Serenity, five, Dragon Ball. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll do Glass, uh, Kid Who Would Be King, mm, Serenity, Dragon Ball, and Aquaman. Upside, bump down. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will do Glass, The Kid Who Would Be King, The Upside, Aquaman, and oh man, do I? I I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say into the Spider Verse, and then I'm what? gonna say yeah mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. yeah that Serenity does not make the top five. No, well, I just don't possible. think that. Yeah, I just don't think that there's. I mean, look, we I, I didn't even know anything about it until I was starting to put together uh, the show for today. Yeah, it's one of those. Oh wait, I what movie? About it. Yeah. yeah. So I could see this one, you know, yeah, I just don't think it's going to crack the top five. Uh, Ken Jack is saying right now the kid who would be king is winning on votes for what we should vote on. All right. Uh, Michael in the chat says, all this love for the bad boys. What about the hotness of Hela? Uh, um, what it's, it's in Thor. How do you say your name? Hela? Yeah. Hela? Yeah, okay. Blanchett. Uh, she, yes. She is. Stunner. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in Ocean's 8. <gasps> Mm-hmm. I love what she's wearing. I only liked yep. her when she put on her big headpiece and things. <gasps> it was so, yes. Oh, oh no, when she touches it, it's like hair. She, oh, uh, that's why I said I that. said the bad girls too. There you go. But we didn't talk about them specifically. That's true. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to wrap up, we're going to do our box office bet. We are going to bet on the film that you've chosen, and thanks to Ken Jack for giving us. Also, it's a holiday weekend, technically too. That is true. That might change the numbers a little bit mm. this weekend now. I don't think yeah, it's like, man, it's a holiday, guys. Let's go check out Serenity. We want to see a cool trench coat. We want to see no. some blood. We want to see a boat. Let's it, go. It was raining a lot here in L.A. Yes. So, so maybe okay. people are like, you know, I miss the rain that we had. And let me go see the rain again. All right. You know, why not? Why not? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, directed by Joe Cornish. Uh, Patrick Stewart plays Merlin and an older Merlin in the film. So if you want to get Which is pet- cool. Because one of the trailers, they didn't show him at all. And so it was a fun surprise to see him again. And I think the kid who plays the young, like the, it's his disguise, looks super funny. Like, I like his energy and he seems very entertaining to watch. I've heard he's, he does really well in his role mm. in the film. 
So, uh, yes. Yeah, this, someone's like, this. yeah, this weekend is the holiday, but that might affect what people see next weekend because they can see stuff tomorrow as well as part of the holiday. Very true. Oh, 3,400 uh, screens. 3,400 <laughs> screens from Fox there. Uh, Wellington uh, says rain in LA is the world on fire. Um, <laughs> well, we did have a lot of fires recently, so rain is good, but it could also be very no. dangerous because oh, oh, of all mudslides. Um... All right. Well, we said it's all second. No, I said second. You said a king would be third. I, don't I said know. second as well. But I've already okay. put my number, and I'm not. Ken Jack it. says ten care. million. A fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, stand by. Michael Just... says no. Nathan Fillion, no Serenity. I know, right? Go. Yes. Just uh, as I'm typing, folks, it's just to get ready to document our bets. So no worries. Okay. Let me just type in my number here now. Doom tried, Tribe T says 15. Mm. Also, I'd say, well, here we have rain that people aren't going out. And then other parts of the country, it's snow that people aren't going out to the theaters. So all mm. kinds of weather going on. Okay. Having trouble there? Yeah. Neil right, Hutchinson says 15 for the kid. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, uh, Bree. Would you like to join us in a little bet? Sure. Oh, we like the so we'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go twelve point five. Ooh, cool. A nice, nice solid outing. I, I, that was a number that percolated in my head for a moment. Mm, uh, percolated. Yes, Amy. I'm gonna go with fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So we got oh, we got eleven. Uh, twelve point five. We got fifteen. Star Drew says thirteen. All right. Did he do it? It's there a split, go. and I'm picking Karen? down the middle. Uh, I said 12. 12. All right. And uh, I went with 11. Oh. <laughs> yes, I went with 11. That was me. We All had right. 11 right there. So okay. there you go. So uh, look at that. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Amy and myself uh, duking it out. Well, I mean, I'll win, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Sky okay. Patterson says 10.5. All right, we'll Sky, see. Sky, I've always thought you were a wise man. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Thanks for joining us. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. Give a thumbs up while you're at the YouTube channel. Look at the, all those thumbs. Yeah. Those could be your thumbs on the, on the YouTube channel. But, Carrie, if they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Yes, comment down below. And I know it's been a little bit after the holidays, but what holiday movies have you been catching up on over the holiday break? Fantastic. And if you want to stay in touch with us, after the show's over, Bree, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Bree, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S on both Twitter and Instagram. And me on all social media at Amy Cassandra M-T- Oh, Amy Cassandra M-T-Z. Nailed it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Right. She's like, let me and take that, that back. That wasn't really a good nail. That did so, not nail. Yes, it was. Okay. No, no, no. It was good. It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And go check out the AfterBuzz anime reviews for Talking Soul Eater. We had a lot of unboxing. And if you go to ABTV Anime, we did unboxing of yummy Japanese treats. Ooh, sounds tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll be back here next Sunday with another new episode right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see some movies. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.